0: what's up guys here with you at fc wonder kid episode 93 here with my guy Fredson. how are you let's just say i'm doing a lot better than
1: graham potter is (laughs) at this moment in time my goodness at that final whistle Mm -hmm. in chelsea's loss to bottom of the table southampton Mm -hmm. i don't think i have ever heard as resounding of a boo As I, as ever before. And Chelsea has been through some changes. Mm -hmm. This feels different. But anyway, I'm definitely doing better than Graham Potter, but I know (laughs) that that's not where we wanted to start today. First, I got to ask you, Alex.
0: How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I love that reference of Graham Potter because he ain't doing good. And that's going to be a big topic in this podcast. We're going to talk about Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, the Champions League predictions for next week and a bit of banter with Serie A and the Bundesliga title race. Make sure to check out this episode 93 on YouTube, Spotify and Apple podcasts. And I have to say. I have to mm-hmm. say, Chelsea, you mentioned Grand fast, and I want to say to the people, Chelsea in their last 10 appearances have five losses, four draws, and one win. Seeing the team going out, out to the field, yeah. no smiles. And Aspie, one of the leaders, now down, trouble is coming now for Chelsea. But yeah. we wanted to talk about Man United, right, Brenton? Because Man yes. United, 3-0 win to Leicester, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it. I'm going to go bold and say, since the World Cup, Marcus Rashford is the best player in the Premier League with 16 goals scored in 17 games. He's equaled yeah. Ronaldo's tally from last season. Rashford deserves the payday, and he's one of the best of the world.
1: Had to start with Yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and that's to go with four assists as well. So 16 Ooh. goals, four assists in 17 games. I think he's only gone two games, two matches, without having a goal involvement, period. So it hasn't been like, I'm going to score four goals in one game and then take the next three games off. He has been consistently getting on the score sheet because only two of those games, I believe, were double, you know, were braces. That's it. Everything else has been singular, you know, goal involvements all across the board, and I, I, 100% agree with you in terms of the most informed player in the Premier League right now. You can't go beyond Marcus Rashford, <laughs> and if you do, it might even be somebody else on Manchester United because mm. Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez, had himself a day as well. He I really agree. did. I don't think I, I I'm gonna give. Normally, I'm not the one that gives him the credit he probably deserves, but in that particular match, he was phenomenal. I think he had nine key passes on the day. <laughs> Uh, he created the majority of the chances and Manchester United never looked like they would be in trouble, period. Um, but gotta <laughs> give it to Rashford, dude. And you gotta I, give it
0: to Rashford. And I love that bold statement because yes, I'm gonna say Brun Ferdinand right now is performing yeah. better than Kevin De Bruyne and Martin Odegaard right now in February. Mm. You can say that. And now, Man United are considered title contenders. Sancho's back. Lisandro martinez Go bold. Luke Shaw yep. is looking amazing yep. and Rashford 2, world-class. <laughs> Eric Ten Hag, an amazing job done. Casemiro, yep. oh man, that game against Barca. Man United-Barca 2-2, that was so exciting to watch. i love was. to see and he- it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. Not
1: only is obviously Casemiro back, right? Mm-hmm. But heading into this next Ooh. massive second leg-, leg with Barcelona. Barcelona are going to be without who? Pedri, Pedri, and Gavi, and Gavi. <laughs>
0: Ooh,
1: which it's is gonna be, huge, and,
0: huge.
1: Yeah, and they played that. They played that first leg without without uh, without Lissandra Martinez. Oh, so it, it is going to be a a. I mean, obviously, I think what I'm trying Your to favorites. say here, Man
0: United is are that favorites.
1: I I believe that they are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not by a lot. It's like 52 to 48 or something. No, but as of no. right now, it seems. It seems to be trending in, in that direction. But if Ter Stegen plays the way he played in that first leg, it's going to still be incredibly tough I, for United to win this. So I, uh, mm, you're, I disagree,
0: Breton. I'm going to say you yeah. no Pedri. Barca without Pedri are totally different. Without Pedri and that hamstring injury, man, keeps on coming back. Hope Pedri can fix that long-term because he's more involved in goal and he's instrumental to this Barca team. I think... Yeah, b- uh, Man United are going to go through. I can't see Barca <laughs> stopping this b- b- uh, United team right now without Pedri and without Gavi. I can't. You don't
1: see it. like a Sergi uh, Roberto or a Frank Cassier <laughs> uh, masterclass on the horizon? Maybe they <laughs> Maybe own, they own
0: masterclass young. at Old Trafford, which would make okay. a lot of headlines. It would be very, very funny. But I want to come back and say, Eric mm-hmm. Danag, even with Sabitzer, Sabitzer came as a, as a quick replacement for the Eriksen injury. And Sabitzer yep. is unbelievably important now to this Man United defense. Bruno's showing, mm. but Sabitzer's ball recoveries, Sabitzer's moments, Sabitzer's timings in midfield, they're essential now for Eric Ten mm. Haag and Man United. So that's, yep. su- once again, Man United fans, be excited for next summer because Eric Ten Haag doesn't miss... With transfers, Malasia, Kazmir, Martinez, Sabitzer, Vegor Sloan, which will show more results mm. and they will get a striker. Man United mm. will get a striker next summer. Ozime with Rashford, Sancho and Bruno behind them is the start of a legacy and the best way to come back to Champions League football in Old Trafford with Casemiro holding that midfield too. Exciting times to come for Man United. I have to what? say that.
1: I have to say, oh,
0: that. I'm in complete
1: agreement. This feels like the <laughs> early, the early days of when things started to click for Mikel Arteta and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. That's what this feels like again for United, um, in well, this instance. And and I, I you know, Veghorst, okay, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's occupying space and and, and whatever. But yeah, you're right. Osimen would be phenomenal for them. But how much
0: is that price tag at this moment? More than hundred. More than 100000000 million. It's got to be. And that's and that's what it's got to be to win the prem, <laughs> Right. Because you but, see City like, with Holland, Chelsea will get yeah. a striker too. Arteta. Get, no Gabriel Jesus. Look what's happening. It's not looking that right. good. So question yeah. marks are arousing. So I'd say but that's, it's extremely but, important. But,
1: but see, if you're going to spend that amount of money on somebody, then that ownership right mm-hmm. that that big question mark around the ownership <laughs> and I know where this is a this is a perfect segue into that conversation that ownership has to be locked tight it has to be done before Fucks. Victor osaman I believe can come in the door because why would the Glazers on their way out want to spend that amount of money um Very heading true. into uh, you know unless of course it Put, they could tack it on to the, you know, the end value of what they sell. But yeah, the ownership—that's going to be a massive question mark when it comes to actually supporting Ten Hag uh, long term. And if you're going to go after Victor Osimhen, you're going to have to have that ready, yes. and th- 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 the ink has to be
0: dried. Fuck. It does. And for so. the Glazers, the best thing that they've ever done was bringing Eric Ten Hag, because now Man United mm. is showing yeah. real value. What all the fans happy? We can see the potential. And Ten Hag didn't get the transfers bad. They spend more than Arsenal. Arsenal's cap with Arteta. They haven't spent more than yeah. 60 million, but United with Ten Hag work. Casmiru, okay. Um Anthony, okay. Lisandro Martinez was like 60 million too. So that's what is ex- that was expensive. So they show that they have no- much more no limitations, I want to say, towards transfers than Arsenal with Miguel Arteta. But I want to say, you talk ownership, and I want to give a big credit to one of the unsung heroes, in my opinion, of Man United, okay, in the last two years, Ronaldo. Christian Ronaldo, okay? Last season, okay, he was the top scorer. He did everything he could. And when he left, okay, Ronaldo... Christian Ronaldo sacrificed himself for the success of Man United. The Piers Morgan interview exposed, exposed the Glazers that even said, didn't even talk to him in all his time at at, at United. And they hadn't invested in the facilities of the club. He pointed fingers at the ownership Mm. and and the culture changed. The culture changed. And Ronaldo, once he understood that he was part of the problem, he left. He left. He left in a way that the Glazers couldn't stay at the club. So I want to yeah. give credit to Ronaldo by doing that hard decision of going to Saudi Arabia. And it was the best for Ronaldo. Happy, now he's a better mindset. And the best ma- the best for Man United, too. Clearly, with Eric Ten Hag, Rashford all going bold now. So I, I don't, don't know, man. That.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's, it's been said. It's understood, but I don't believe a word of that. Mm. I don't believe a word of that in one bit. I feel like that's revisionist history all across the board. I am not saying that the Glazers are, are not uh, uh, culpable in this, um, because we all know they are, but the, the, everyone knew what the Glazers were previous to this, okay, for the most part. Nobody really liked them at any point. Amidst their ownership, there is nobody out there that said the Glazers are doing all that they can for Manchester United. We remember Super League, we remember all this stuff, and we might even see it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo is also culpable for what he did. It was 100%. not when he found out when he found out that there was some sort of a you know an issue with him and that he was the one that might be dragging them down in a little bit. There's no way that it was him going. Yeah, you know, I have to go. I have to go. Piers Morgan was possibly the the dumbest thing he's ever done. When it comes to doing that, I don't think that that was done for Blazers. exposure. I think that was done because he was hurt. I think that was done because he was hurt
0: at the Glazers. Um,
1: so, the so glazers. I, I don't want to come. I don't want to. I don't want to come across as a Ronaldo hater in any way, shape, or form. But I think he made just as many mistakes as the Glazers did. And Ooh. I don't think a culture. I don't think a culture changes. I don't think a culture changes that fast okay the real ones remember brentford the real ones remember you know the first month of that ten hag um deal right uh, i mean it was not exactly come out of the gates winning 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 okay but the culture is in the process of changing but it has not changed yet okay because if we're calling 10 15 20 games a culture change then my goodness i, am, I, 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 I don't i don't the know i don't know
0: because the title contenders know and they were well plus.
1: they're also title contenders because you know Manchester City continues to shoot themselves in the foot right ah. they're also title contenders because Arsenal has been reeled in because they haven't been in this place in a very very long time all of that is understandable but yes when, without nuance they are title contenders without nuance Manchester United are title contenders at this moment in time and they are definitely trending but I I'm not going to I'm not going to paint it all down to it's all because Cristiano Ronaldo is no, the sacrificial lamb here.
0: It's not not okay. all, not all. And that's why I wanted I, to say Glazers yeah. made a good call with Eric Ten Haag, which yeah. I think th- that was necessary. Yeah. And now we see all the assets of Man United increasing. A bit like Roger Schmidt with at Benfica. <laughs> the impact of Roger Schmidt Romario now with more than 15 goals. Hadn't scored, mm-hmm. <laughs> hadn't scored that the last seven seasons. But going back to United, again, yeah. I agree. With, that I, I agree partially that Ronaldo mm-hmm. was part of the problem. But I think once he understood that, he just left. He just left. Mm-hmm. But tell us down okay. below your thoughts. And if you're listening on Spotify yeah. and Apple, put down below in the YouTube comment section, what do you think about this Man United situation? And 3-0 win <laughs> against Leicester. And let's see what's coming. But you said and Arsenal. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wait, sorry. Well,
1: but before, before we move on, I just got to ask. You have United over Barcelona in the second leg?
0: I do. I think Man United okay. are going to go through against Barca, Barca, yeah, because of no sure. Pedri and no Gavi. But let's wait and see. <laughs> let's wow. wait and see. But Arsenal, All right. Aston yes. Villa was trouble for Arsenal, which is understanding. Ooh. Unai Emery knows Arsenal team very well. Coutinho, mm. Watkins, Douglas Luiz, you have a couple of great players at Aston mm-hmm. Villa, but it wasn't enough. Arsenal, yep. Arsenal and Jorginho, this was the best display of Jorginho this season. He went 100% bold, and I was certainly not expecting the goal. Arteta did the right call by getting Jorginho, as it seems. But let's see. Yeah. I want to see long-term, though, because if Jorginho is the substitute that managed to score these goals when Thomas Partey ain't there, I, sure. that was the right decision. But let's wait and yeah, see. Yeah, but how, <laughs> how
1: poetic, how poetic is it that it was Emiliano Martinez, former Gunner, Emiliano mm-hmm. Martinez. Um that actually, you know, it comes off of his head uh, after it hits the crossbar off of Jorginho's foot. Um but my goodness, for the neutrals, if you were watching that game, that was one of the most entertaining games of the season Fuck easily you. of the season. And we got a we saw we all found a unicorn. We saw a unicorn. A Philippe Coutinho goal. There was a unicorn out there. <laughs> I saw him. A Coutinho goal. No, it's always it's just, like San- just like Jaden just like Jane Sanchez starting to score again, starting to maybe make good on his 100 million or so. Coutinho, anytime he scores a goal, it's generally not a forgetful goal. It's a beautiful, well taken strike. We mm-hmm. only wish that he could uh, revisit that, that, uh, that form that he once had on loan at Villa before he made it official. But it was a game for the neutrals, and it had everything. And when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. Man City is not on top anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Gunners held strong, and that is one of those games that you absolutely have to come back and win. And my goodness, the highlight of that game was watching Gabrielle Martinelli after he scored that goal scream we are arsenal or this is arsenal it gave me gerard butler in 300 vibes as leonidas saying this is sparta and it was everything that you wanted to see zinchenko jumping on top every like i'm pretty sure granny chaka was already subbed off the pitch yes and he ran over and to celebrate with everybody and that's the type of thing you want to see um and we've got ourselves one hell of a title race uh, for the rest of this season. so
0: We have a group, a United group at Arsenal. Jorginho, he gets he gets installed in the system. Like, Arteta's mindset with the group, Martinelli, Saliba, yeah. Gabriel, they all want to win. And Zinchenko guiding, the guiding them to with that mindset makes yeah. the difference. And I want to say yeah. this. Arsenal, it's, Arsenal's best player is most definitely Bukayo Saka. Okay, he's got nine oh, yeah. goals scored. In the Prem and eight assists. World-class form, in my opinion. And if Arsenal's gonna win the this this the Premier League, it's because of Saka's bowl display. Odegaard hasn't been playing the best football. Play you Fabio Vieira more, compete more for that role because he will make a big Difference Because Saka yep. needs that. Saka's got that big, I'm a world-class player mentality now. You can see it. And the Martinelli extension being done was the right yep. move too. And you can see that he's so happy and proud to play for Arsenal. And again, Zinchenko, the leader. The best transfer move this season of Arsenal. I'm going to go bold and say that because of the mindset that he brings. And just like when Gabriel Jesus comes back, everybody's forgetting Gabriel Zuz, how he was until he got injured. So let's wait and see when he comes. Let's let's
1: also remember that they were doing this without Thomas Partey. And we we did say at the beginning of the season, they would have their worst run of form if Thomas Partey was out of the lineup. Well, not surprisingly, uh, I know Partey was involved in some of these, but they ended a, a winless streak of about four I think it was in all competitions so Arsenal I'm not, I'm not going to say that they're back right now because you know winning four to three mm-hmm. uh is what you have to do to win the title four to two. but winning four to three is not what four was it four to two I'm yeah. sorry you're right it was four to two uh winning four to two they did what they had to do right to keep mm-hmm. to keep in the running for the title but that was by no means obviously you know a champion performance right in mm-hmm. terms of from a talent level, from a skill level perspective, from a Manchester City outclassing, outpossessing type of situation. Mm -hmm. But it was them doing exactly what they needed to do to claw, get the three points, stay on top of Manchester City. And then City decided to throw their game uh, into whatever against Nottingham Forest, but we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. So without Thomas Partey was the biggest thing that I wanted to kind of harp on here uh, because that is huge. And that's where Jorginho came in. That's where such an astute um grab of a signing without Mm -hmm. spending an arm and a leg bringing in a a cultured midfielder a midfielder that has been through this before whether it's in the champions league or even in the the premier league Mm -hmm. um and somebody that that makes them deeper makes that quality go so much deeper um and it's exactly what they need for this push to the end and also was that zinchenko's first premier league goal
0: uh, uh, like outside the box might have been like what a top yeah. bins man. That was I wasn't expecting that. A hundred percent might have been beautiful. <laughs> well, beautiful. for Arsenal it was, and I think he became yes, like a hundred and thirty ninth player to score in the Prem for Arsenal. So <laughs> another one bites the dust, and it's good. I agree. I yeah. completely agree. The A injury. Those are the question marks that we're arousing for this season. And now Arteta, yep. <laughs> Arteta's Champions League. Next season needs and uh, not more midfielders, in my opinion, this Arsenal squad. So yes. better players will come. And that's what it's so bold. To, to, if you're a Man United fan and an Arsenal fan, you have to be mm. excited with Champions League football being being there next season. Better players will come because the fans need it and they want the results. And the Prem will will assure that the, the Premier League teams will go bold in the in the Champions League. So, yeah, so- I just wanted to give that. To give that shot. So how,
1: how many points are you expecting from Arsenal over these next three games? They've got Leicester, mm. they've got Everton, and they've got Bournemouth.
0: I expect uh, seven points. Uh, two oh, wins, okay. one draw. All
1: right, so the, 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 the draw is probably away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't we, know. I mean, Everton got
0: a big win the other day. Yeah, th- that's the draw. That's the draw I, <laughs> the yeah, draw there it I is. was saying. Because I think Son, Sean and Exactly, man. Very tough football. (laughs) That they surprised with Onana, midfielder. Sheesh. Unbelievable. And talking about surprise, it wasn't a huge Mm -hmm. surprise. Well, it was a huge surprise considering their poor four people were expecting Mm -hmm. them to rebound. And Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm. They've lost to Southampton. And guess who scored? James Ward-Prowse, one of the most underrated midfielders in football right now and one of the best free kick takers I've ever seen in the Prem, next to Christian Ronaldo and David Beckham, in my opinion. This guy is so bold and a Southampton legend. I I'll have yeah. to say that from the I, start. <laughs> I,
1: I, this, Ward-Prowse has this, you can feel it when Ward-Prowse is going to put one in the net. True. you know, And it's generally, it has to be in a certain part of the pitch. Uh, or a certain part right outside the box, obviously. Um, and he is just, you know, so locked in. I, mm-hmm. I, I think he has to be put up there, yeah, with top three all-time in the Premier League in terms of free kick-taking. Fuck. Okay? And and to be honest, if James Ward-Prowse was coming up with Liverpool, right, mm. was coming up with uh, any one of these guys, any one of these massive teams over the last 10, 15 years... Um, whether it was Chelsea or whatever, and they've they got him into more of these situations. Um, James Ward-Prowse probably would be considered the best free kick taker of all time, maybe next to David Beckham because mm-hmm. Beckham could do it from anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But because Ward-Prowse is Southampton, um, it it just doesn't feel right. Maybe as elite. Mm-hmm. Um, considering what Southampton although they just got a good win we'll, we'll talk about in a second mm-hmm. but uh, James Ward-Prowse is just he's so locked in and so underrated and it, it just surprises the heck out of me mm-hmm. that James Ward-Prowse is still in a Southampton shirt
0: fucked fucked and if you know? any top team in, in, your, in, in England should be considering getting Ward-Prowse but it's yeah. like he's one-man army He could be one-man army let's see Let's see cuz Ward-Prowse yeah. he's been yeah. talked about as a as a, a player with immense talent ever since like he's played his first first team football at Southampton. Ever like well, he never left. Yeah. He never left like yeah. Luke Shaw. Imagine if Luke Shaw never left or Gareth Bale. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was James Ward-Prowse no, though. Maybe I'm, I'm 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 reaching. I'm reaching. <laughs> but he's it, a legend. It, it's it is it's it's hard not to be though,
1: right? It's mm-hmm. it's hard not to reach a little bit, kind of like a what if, because it's not as if he's 23 or you know, True. he is he's closer to the end of his career than he was is to the beginning. Um and it just feels like there's been a missed opportunity to to pry him away the way that so many other good Southampton players have mm-hmm. been pried away in the past. You True. know, that that culture's not gone. South, you give him a good enough price, Southampton will let go. Right, Mm -hmm. They have uh, so many other players. But Ward-Prowse is one that, like, even Newcastle amidst the rebuild, they could use his prowess on the ball. Yeah, they've got Kieran Trippier, right? Mm -hmm. They've got uh, Bruno. Uh, They've got some others. Yeah, they can strike a ball. But at the same time, Ward-Prowse takes you to another level um, and and gives you depth at at a relatively cheap price. But listen, it wasn't just Ward-Prowse. Yeah, it, it wasn't just Ward Price in this in this win over Chelsea, and I'm, I'm mm. saying I have never seen Chelsea fans this angry, this uh, it capitulated. Right? Mm. They they literally they're so angry this that they they want to they want to be angry at Graham Potter. I get that. But they should also be angry at Todd Bowley, <laughs> in some respects, because this feels like Pokemon collecting. I, I've Aww. said it so many times before. You give 350 million of talent, and then you literally say, "Grand Potter, who's not equipped for this." Grand Potter is, uh, you know, he gets crumbs and then tries to make a cookie out of it again. You instead you give him—I don't know—I don't know the analogy, but he is unequipped or ill-equipped to be able to put all this talent together because the talent that was assembled in the first place makes no sense. It makes no sense when it comes to his tactics Mm. for the most part. Okay. It doesn't, you can't look at this and say, yes, they needed to completely revamp absolutely everything. And then we don't even get a striker.
0: Exactly. We don't
1: even go for the big money. Uh, And then we buy another defender instead of spending it elsewhere. He's just buying things. He's buying things because he can buy things. And it's fine. It might work out in the end. But I'm going to say it right now. It's not going to work out with Grand Potter. Grand Potter needs to be sacked. And Who it's you not replace play with?
0: Hansi Flick or no, Luis well, Enrique? Ooh,
1: Hansi Flick in the Premier League would be interesting. <laughs> uh, Tuchel won't be because uh, Todd ooh, Boyle won't ooh. get Tuchel after
0: sacking him. No. So
1: no, I, no, no. Hansi Flick, wow. I didn't even think about that one.
0: Is <laughs> um, that impossible? I, I'm in. An- <laughs>
1: Yeah, Zidane's impossible. I, I, I'm intrigued by Hansi Flick, but I'd have to think about that a little bit more. Um, just just because uh, I'd be sad that he would be leaving Germany in that sense, with with their young generation really starting to kind of start to pay dividends. Like right? mm-hmm. come up, Kareem adiyami's picking up, Musiala, um, but at the same time, yeah. At the same time, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we might have to do a big, deep dive into this because all I got to say, and this is the only conclusion I've come to, mm-hmm. and this is as a big, big Grand Potter stand. I mm-hmm. loved him at Brighton for what he was able to do with limited resources, but now he's got exorbitant, ridiculous resources, and he is out of his depth. Mm-hmm. And here's what it's coming across as to Chelsea fans. Grand Potter's interviews, his, his, his reasonings behind his methodology and everything is coming across as almost condescending, Mm. right? Because he's trying to sound like he's not out of his depth, but guess what? He is out of his his depth. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's like the emperor uh, has lost his clothing in this (laughs) sense. And he was so much,
0: I don't know, incrementally building was the way Grandfather yeah. run right here, man. People, tell us down it's below if you agree with dead. it. Tell me, tell us down below. And I, I partially agree that yes, he's out of his depth because he hasn't been even close to a situation like this. But I still believe that until the summer, we might see him staying, which is can be insane. Okay, can be insane. But I want to say next summer. Chelsea's yeah. priority is to sign a striker. Obama Yang didn't work out. Lukaku didn't work out. Armand Broja is injured. They must get a top striker to be next to Nkunku and most importantly, Enzo Fernandez in midfield. That does need another partner in midfield too. And Romeo Lavier would be a good shout for that. Would be a good show yeah. for that. We saw that in that game at Southampton-Chelsea that Romeo Lavier, for sure, people, will get a move next season. And whoever gets him has one of the best Belgium talents in the world. He's going to be in the Belgium national team for the next 10 years, 100%. Yeah. So I would yeah. I would get it, him. It, I'd get him. I mean, they
1: that Belgian national team needs to get refreshed. And he is definitely him and Amadou Onana. <laughs>
0: Him would Tell you me. get would you get Cachedo or Romeo Lavia? Uh oh I'd get I'd, Lavia. Get Cache-
1: I'd get, no I'd get Cachedo. Ooh, hoo,
0: hoo, hoo, hoo. Cachedo. I'd like to see Definitely. the comments on that. Because two yeah. immense talents, okay? Both are incredible. Yeah. Equatorian. But well, he was born yeah, in the I, World I, Cup I. too.
1: I mean, Lavia Lavia has also had his fair share of bad games for Southampton this True. season. But in this particular game, in this particular game, and he is younger. He's younger than Caicedo, so I two, get that. Uh, and he has he has been in England longer because he was at Manchester City before. I believe it was Joe Shields Fucked. brought him to Southampton. So yeah, I mean, I, I get I get both ways, but I feel like Caicedo has been doing it longer, and and that's kind of the safer bet if you're mm-hmm. Todd Bowley and you're willing to throw all this money at it. But like. Here's the thing. Here's what bothers me about this Todd Boley endless resource. You know, let's just go buy a striker and just hope it whatever. He's not buying guys that were like Noni Matawake was great for PSV Eindhoven. But Noni Matawake is not the answer answer, right? Like he's Bucks. not the guy that takes Chelsea from being he's a he's a cog in the wheel. The issue is, is if you look at how Arsenal's been rebuilt over time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who's their who's their Bukayo Saka? Uh,
0: it's Mudrik. Well that's what they're that's what they're betting on. Mudrik or Nkunku no, right. next season.
1: But I, I get it. I just mean like who's their homegrown um oh, Mason will do Mount? anything for the badge. <laughs> they're right. Mm. It's it's Mason Mount. That's mm. it. Right? That's well, it. And Mason Mount is obviously could go. either is either severely affected by what's going on around him in terms of you you gotta remember, like some of these guys that were handed the keys that literally were massive parts of the Champions League win. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys have to be negatively affected in the head by the amount of talent and the amount of competition, if you will, brought in around them long term and as fast as they did. Right? They went they they went from winning the Champions League final to being told they're terrible and not good enough and watching their their boss get sacked around them. Uh, and now it's just like we're gonna flood you out or step up. But Graham Potter's not the guy to actually do that, right? Grand Potter's not like He's not able to run that exercise. It's got to be like a Jose Mourinho or somebody. Ooh. So who do you bring in? You know, maybe <laughs> maybe you bring in a Mourinho. Yeah, wow, I think be, I just landed on something. That
0: would be insane. Mourinho and <laughs> Zuflique Put down below your suggestions for the Ooh. Chelsea manager. But you, you touched oh, on man. the topic, a big one in my opinion, that is Mason Mount at Chelsea. And Mason Mount's yeah. contract right now is 80K a week and reports are yeah. saying that he wants three times that salary. So I think that's a question mark for Chelsea because he's a homegrown player and for the out transfers, it's very, very good because it's all profit, all profit in the books. So don't be yeah. surprised if, if Mason Mount leaves Chelsea, just like Conor Gallagher, Pulisic, Ziyech, Aubameyang, I, I see all these players leaving Chelsea in the short period of time. Next summer it's gonna be insane in terms of players leaving. Was the Fafana yeah. Benoit Badiashile though? I wanna give a shout. And Tex Silva extension was very important yeah. too. So there was yeah, Badia- par- yeah. par- partially there is good things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean they can't score a goal to save exactly. their life right now. Exactly. Um, and, and they haven't meshed. And and once again, I mean, it's been how many games, right? uh Uh, mudrick is in and there's been no no goal matawake i in my opinion has looked relatively brighter in a very short stint that he's been there uh than mudrick so far but a lot of that has to be expected you can't just throw 350 million at people that are not these are not established players fully mudrick was playing for Shakhtar donetsk and he had some good 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 games in the champions league 100 i'll give you that Noni Mataweke had some great, great games, but it was coming off a long term injury for mm-hmm. PSV Eindhoven. Okay. These are good players, but these are not players like running their their respective leagues previous to this. Not right so level. If, if, but but then again, you spend 350 million in the winner transfer window. Chelsea fans are right to expect results right away.
0: Sure. They are. True, it's true, it's and Chelsea have no wins in the last four matches with only one goal scored. And what you see on the pitch is link-up play non-existent. All that money yeah. spent. Enzo Fernandez th- does look good, in my opinion, but he has no support yeah. in midfield. Mudrik, Noni Madueke, João Felix, Havertz. It's all individual plays, which some are yeah. brilliant. João Felix is like, oh my days, some moments. Yeah. But again, link-up, they don't have any at Chelsea, and that's the main problem. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, you you keep referencing four games, winless, and four. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've only won two
1: games in, like, the last 15. This is Sh- Chelsea, right? Two wins in, like, their last 15 games or something. Uh, yeah. It is not, not a good run of form. I have to go double-check that, but it is not good, right? This has been consistently bad, consistently like, well, that was a really bright game from Chelsea, but they still lost one zip. OK, I mean, they lost to Southampton, the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. One zip
0: oh, at home. Man. That's yeah, I, that says it. I, all. I don't you that can't sugarcoat all.
1: it. So all I can say is, Chelsea fans, we, we feel for you here. But it, it is even more embarrassing after the amount of money Todd Bowley threw it. I wish it was done a little more incrementally and a little more thought out. But then again, what is it? Beggars can't be choosers is the saying. Uh, <laughs> if you got a guy that is willing to come in and spend 350, something tells me he's not going to just stop. Well, the spigot. But you need somebody that has a clear plan and can sell that plan to Todd Boley because otherwise he's just going to buy whoever the heck he wants.
0: And he will keep on buying. And he will sell a ton of players yeah. this summer too. And that's why this Chelsea saga, it's going to be a documentary in five, ten years' time. People <laughs> will be talking about this because all the events that turn around, it's crazy. And Tuchel winning the Champions League like two years prior to. Like Chelsea's, mm. it's, Chelsea, what's happening at Chelsea will be a part of football history so let's wait and see what's happening so we can lead hmm. up now to top four race in the prem last shout to yeah. the prem that the top four race newcastle lost 2-0 to liverpool the only team that beats newcastle and it's twice this season in the premier league again the only <laughs> team and i know nick pope got a red card but darwin nunes cody Gakpo, Bashetich all went bold in this game. And you can yeah. see the impact of Basetich now in midfield. Mm-hmm. Fabinho looked horrendous before Basetich was int- introduced. Not close to uh-huh. the level of Parte Rodri and Casemiro, And now, now consistency and stability are in this midfield. So big, yeah. big shout out to the 18-year-old Basetich. The reason why yeah. things are changing. And Diogo Jota's yeah. back. Diogo Jota's back. So Gakpo, mm-hmm. Sala. Darwin, Luis Diaz will return to the in like yep. Liverpool are in ascending now. Top four race yeah. is now and it will happen. Much better than yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say they're
1: they're still pretty close to the bottom of the staircase, but at least they're, you know, one or one or two rungs up um mm-hmm. as as they try and regain their form. But listen, Liverpool was already up to nothing before Nick the Pope. <laughs> whatever the heck he was trying to do there. I I was going to call him Nick the Dope, but that's just a really bad dad joke. Um, I I mean, they were already two zip up. They had already dismantled Newcastle. So Mm -hmm. to be honest, if you're going to waste one of the largest mistakes in terms of, you know, from a field player uh, Mm. of the whole season, if you're going to have it happen, you might as well already have it happen when you're 2-0 down to Liverpool. And believe it or not, they played better after they lost that man, after they lost Nick Pope and replaced him with Dubravka. Um, but I- i'm not worried about newcastle necessarily long term except they are losing nick pope for the carabao cup final and martin Dubrovka had already played for united in the carabao cup so mm-hmm. guess who is going to be taking uh, a place Gadios. in goal oh yeah oh yeah man <laughs> the league, oh
0: yeah the carabao cup <laughs> so that final. For nick, the- that's for nick for giving it pope, to united sticks. That's giving yeah. the cup to United, literally, man. Or Kariush goes bold. And, li- like, yeah. that will shut me up. That will shut yeah. me up. Like, for, yeah. But Newcastle, like, ever since investment, being in a mm-hmm. final now, like a Carabao Cup final, being in the mm-hmm. discussion for Champions League football, you gotta give, you got to give kudos to the ownership and what they're doing. Because they didn't yep. overspend like Chelsea. And yet, they have one of the best defenses, not just in the Prem, in the world with names like Nick Pope, Dan Byrne, Botman, Trippier, Captain. Yeah. So, great decisions. Want to say that. But yeah. a highlight I want to do of this game is of yeah. Darwin Nunes. That I fully believe the second season is going to be very, very bold. But he already has 28 what? appearances, 11 goals, and 4 assists. And he's yeah. doing fine, in my opinion. Don't over-expect, but do expect consistency and progression from a player like Darwin Nunes. Again, yeah. he's going to go bold second season. And the Liverpool yeah. youth, like Liverpool, like we need to focus. There's a young core at Liverpool. There's a lot of young players there. You got Basetich, you have Darwin Nunes, Gakpo, you have Trent Alexander-Arnold, which is young, Konate, oh. which is young, Ben Doak that they want to sign. So there's a lot of youth players to highlight. And even Kelleher in goal. So Klopp is doing an amazing job trusting the youth.
1: I mean, you got yeah, Elliot Elliot and uh, Harvey Elliott
0: and Curtis Jones too. Yes, yeah,
1: (laughs) they haven't really amounted to what, but Harvey Elliott, he gets a pass in my opinion because of what he's been through injury wise. He'll come good, and he's still so young. Uh, And they do; they have other players. They have other players. uh, Some of them are already out on loan. um, But yeah, Ben Doak is one to get excited about. But listen, Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. I think I think Darwin, if you. If you uh, if you tier a lot of these signings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, f- via how much money was spent on them? Um, how much money was spent on Darwin? Believe it or not, he's probably still the upper, you know, five ten percent of those signings that were that expensive. True, because some of them, you know, Jaden Sancho, we're still waiting for him to wake up, and he, he he's is starting up time, go right, more. right. And and that's okay. Darwin at eleven goals and four says it's fine for you to want more. That's okay. expect more and and you know be like why can't he hit the Mm. broad side of the barn sometime but guess what at some point with how young darwin still is he will start hitting that and he will score those goals and if he's still got double digit goals even if he misses a lot of his biggest chances that's that's a pretty dang good start and uh once again once again and you know liverpool they'll be lucky if they get a European spot in any way, shape, or form this season, they'll be lucky. Okay, uh, so
0: when it comes down to it, all their eggs, in my opinion, is in the
1: Champions League basket.
0: I, I think top four. Is th- I think top four. I think they can get top four still. That fourth place is going to be a it's huge carnage. Battle, Newcastle, Tottenham, Fulham, yeah. even there, man, insane the top four race. And Man United you know, have distanced themselves. Now they're top yeah. three. Eight points difference, so it's the Premier League is so exciting to watch. Even relegation battle, as it seems. Yeah. Hey, oh my days, and, and,
1: and the funny thing is, is one of the one of the tightest uh, title races from last season. Mm-hmm. AC Milan winning the Scudetto. Oh. Um, that that this season in Italy. Napoli is running away with that thing. I mean, they're 18 points. They are 18 points clear. And all of the places that we thought maybe some teams would run away with it, you know, like Manchester City was with Holland coming in. We had all kind of looked at it and thought, I just don't see how Manchester City doesn't win this thing. One, over in the Bundesliga, you've got Bayern Munich. Mm -hmm. They are neck and neck, not just with one team, but two Two. teams. 21 games into the season. Mm -hmm. Union Berlin and now Borussia Dortmund are both level on points. 21 games in the season. So we've got ourselves maybe a little parody, or maybe it's just we're just waiting for the sleeping and giants think, to wake
0: up. I think Dortmund can do it, man. Trust the youth, Karima De Amy, yeah. Bellingham, Marco Royce, get it done, being yeah. the leader of that Dortmund team, man. Absolutely That's would great. be tremendous to see. And Union Berlin shocked. Shocked that they huh. have forty three points next to Bard and Dortmund. But,
1: but at some point at some point we gotta stop being shocked because Union Berlin is just they are Ooh, every year mm-hmm. uh, outperforming their analytics. It's their true. XG is just through the roof compared to, or, I'm sorry, they're, their difference beyond XG is through the roof. I mean, Mm -hmm. they continue to overperform. So either it's going to come down and they'll be relegated next season um, or this team has something going on.
0: And And it's it's fun. And I don't think the next five years, Bayern, are going to win the Bundesliga all the seasons because now you have Leverkusen going up, Frankfurt going up, Dortmund, Leipzig, competition is up. So Bayern Munich will step up. And they will get a striker next season, I think. But yeah. he's still yeah. showing promise too. But they're going to get a striker. Or Schag... Get Florian Wirtz from, from Bayern Leverkusen. Schag him. More, <laughs> from that more, yeah, Shag him. Shag him.
1: More, more uh, likely they're going to be bringing back Kai Havertz. What do you oh. think?
0: Back uh, to the Bundesliga. I think so. That's a good shell. Kai Havertz but like, returning listen, to Bayern Munich. I think that can Kai happen. Havertz,
1: Kai Havertz comes into that side. I'm thinking 20, 25 goals for him.
0: Easy. Ooh, next to Jamal Siale, Komon, uh, yeah, Gabri. and
1: and Sadio Sadio Mane, a healthy Sadio Mane, yes. which they have not had all season. They haven't had Sadio Mane at his peak. So, Good job, man. um, it, it it is really going to be interesting that late on. I still think Bayern Munich is going to win the Bundesliga title. Oof. but I I applaud. Mm-hmm. I applaud your optimism that <laughs> Borussia Dortmund can <laughs> do it, and go. my goodness, would I would I love to see it happen. And I would love to we see. We were it
0: happen. Met, we were talking about Liverpool, and now we're talking about Bundesliga. Mm. We can just touch base here with the Champions League fixtures, which mm. we have a Liverpool Real Madrid Breton. and do you mm. believe Liverpool can surprise the world and beat Real Madrid? No, I'm <laughs> the same. I'm the same. I think I think Ancelotti is that he needs this win. All that yeah. Brazil news. I really think Real Madrid are gonna go really bold. Vinicius Junior. Valverde. Valverde has twelve yeah. goals scored this season. One of the best midfielders I've seen in the past three years, and he deserves mm-hmm. to be talked more just because he's Uruguayan. Just because he's yeah. Uruguayan. If he was Brazilian or even English, Valverde would be discussed a lot more. So, big shout-out yeah. to the Galactico Valverde. Big shout-out. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I,
1: I've been more impressed, you know, Vinicius obviously amidst all of what he's taken, I guess, verbally. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere he goes in La Liga, he just gets killed. Um, but I, I honestly believe like he thrives in the Champions League, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to see it again, uh, especially against Liverpool. I just don't think that back line is what it used to be, I think, you know, obviously, and you, haven't, you don't really have a healthy Van Dijk. Um, heading into this for the most part. Uh, And Joe Joe Gomez just ain't going to cut it. So, yeah, I I see Real Madrid. Do I see them steamrolling Liverpool? Probably Mm -hmm. not. Um, But I do see them getting by. Um, And I think, believe it or not, the X factor is going to be late appearances by Alvaro Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. um, who who actually got a a couple minutes. Yeah, after he got a a couple minutes after he came back from the U-20 Sudamericano. uh, And he, he registered his first assist. And everyone that's seen him in training says he probably deserves more first team minutes. And I would love, I don't even know the last, I would love to see a homegrown Real Madrid, obviously not striker. True but, you know, I would love to see a homegrown Castilla uh, striker uh, make his Marata mark
0: vibes. at Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You, don't, you never know, <laughs> um, man. And Uruguayan, uh, too. So, and Bezema needs yeah. competition because, yes, Bezema has 10 goals scored since the World Cup. But Benzema mm-hmm. needs competition in that striker role yeah. for Real Madrid, in my opinion. But I also agree, Real Madrid. I think they're gonna go through against okay. Liverpool. But we mentioned okay. to Napoli. Napoli will be playing Frankfurt, and Napoli has the best. No, Napoli has one of the best duos in the world of football with Quisha Quarescilia and Ozime. That Ozime has 19 goals scored and four assists in yeah. 19 games. Those stats yeah. are insane, and that's why every prem team will spend more than a hundred million to get Victor Osime. Must be said more. Must be talked more. What a player! Yeah, what a and, player. and
1: and I'm gonna I'm gonna pile on that that statistic you just shared. Victor Ossiman, uh reached his century mark in goals, his 100 mm. goal uh, mark in 197 games. That is faster than both Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. Okay, so Victor Ossiman, uh I mean, I, I, there is no better story in football right now mm-hmm. than, than Napoli, than what is happening at Napoli. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially when you look across uh, the Premier League and you see how much money is being thrown uh, at these teams. But then you look at what good old-fashioned team chemistry does, what good old-fashioned, you know, believing that the other guy is doing what's right for the club, what good old-fashioned scouting does and and that's Napoli, um, at this moment in time. Uh, Kavicha has not slowed down, true. and Victor Osaman has not slowed down, true. Okay, I mean, Kveritskilia has four goals, four assists in his last five games. Okay, <laughs> Napoli have they've won all five, they're 18 points clear, so they don't even really have to look at the rest of the, the Serie A season that hard. They can go as hard as they want in the Champions League here, and they have. This is a slippery slope. This is a tough thing. But they have what some would call an easy next leg. And I put that in quotation marks, right? Because mm. Eintracht Frankfurt is anything but necessarily
0: easy. Winners.
1: But exactly. But at the same time, Napoli, I don't think, would rather be going up against a PSG or a Real Madrid or any of those <laughs> at this moment in time. Well, but well, I shit. have to tell you, okay, it'll be Napoli's first Scudetto win if they win this. Since 1989, 1990, and we all know who is at, maybe not his peak, but we Maradona. all know who was the top guy back then, okay? And guess what? Maradona um, Maradona didn't lead Napoli to an 18-point lead. Maradona had a two-point lead over AC Milan when all was said and done, and he was second or third in the golden boot race, okay? <laughs> so when it comes down to it, what's going on at Napoli right now um, mm-hmm. really is, I, I don't know how better to say this. It is the best story in football. It, True. Hands down. 100%. Um so,
0: And it's the list it, it of just, names. It's like, you yeah. look at Napoli, you see Min Jae Kim, Gwaradzkylje, Ozime, you see Matias Oliveira, Mario Ruiz, big shout out to that left back, going ball for Absolutely. Napoli too. So you see so many top players, Jelinski, Lobotka, the list goes on, and on. Lozano being involved yep. too. So Spalletti, great job. Great job winning the Serie a. And no one, no one wants to face Napoli in the Champions League, in my opinion. And Frankfurt have a player of their own. Frankfurt have a player, has a player that has 10 goals scored, 20, uh, no, Frankfurt have Randel Kolomani that has 10 goals, yes. 10 assists in 20 appearances. Very efficient and for sure will be getting a move next summer, scoring two in the World Cup for France, a key goal. Yep. So people, like, that's going to be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll likely he'll probably put on a Chelsea shirt when all is said and done. What do you think? No, but no, but, Sp- no, but Spalletti did something that that and yes, it's probably due to the economics of Napoli mm-hmm. as it stands, but he did something that a lot of the other, you know, so-called big clubs chasing league titles right now uh didn't do. He 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 sat tight. He sure. looked at it and he said, why would I want to break or why would I want to change something? Why would I want to attempt to fix something that, as of this moment, is not broken in any way, shape, or form? He's got everyone bought in, even a guy like Chucky Lozano, who thinks he should be starting every game, I'm sure being the the role he is for the Mexican national team, he is completely content getting spot starts the same way Simeone is, the same way Raspadori is, exactly. uh, even Zelensky. I mean, all of these guys are role players and star players all in one same breath. And that's what's pretty amazing. And I don't know, this is what kind of I have to wrestle with, mm. is I don't know if this is a one-fling wonder, like this is just a one-season thing, or if Napoli has truly bought themselves a foundational um, like reasoning to become potentially a dynasty um, in Syria. It's really hard to do that in Syria. But it's so cool.
0: you it's think so Napoli's cool. going to get more than 200 million from Kvaratsky and Ozime? I,
1: I I do think if they absolutely want it to happen, yes, they could get 200 million. And I mean, Kim I mean, too, it,
0: there. It, Kolebali money's already kicked in. I think Napoli, I mean, they, if they want, they can do a legacy. Yeah. I think they can do it. it. They,
1: the the issue though the issue though is is Spalletti uh, can they do it again mm-hmm. right can they do it again I mean Min Jae Kim let's be honest a lot of this was probably some luck okay I, I'm gonna give them the the benefit of the doubt that they were just incredible scout you know incredible in uh, incredible scouting team but at the same time even great scouts sometimes don't realize you know what happens when you step it up a notch, right? Mm-hmm. There was no guarantee that when Kavardskilia came from Dinamo Batumi uh, in his home country of Georgia, there was no guarantee that he was going to come in and set it was this. A risk,
0: yes. it was a risk,
1: yes. Yeah, but, but it was a great financial investment when all was said and done because the expectation, whether it's $8 million or $10 million, whatever your reported fee is, the expectation was not high based on the amount of money you spent. Um, mm-hmm. And he looked silly heading into this. Remember who he got rid of. He mm-hmm. got rid of Mertens. He yes. got rid of Insigne. He got rid of some Koulibaly. Mm-hmm. He got rid of the biggest names in Napoli history that were relatively successful, but they never won a scudetto. Mm-hmm. And then somehow each and every one of these players have mm-hmm. been steps up. And and that's just so, so, so amazing to me that I just don't really I, I'm part of me feels like it's a flash of the pan. Mm. Uh and we'll never see this again. It's quite uh, a especially if time. they <laughs> if they cash in, yeah, if they cash in, it's going to be tough. But you know who has egg on their face? Victor Oseman mm. has been at Wolfsburg, has been at Charleroi and Lille. He was only at Lille for one season, and what happened?
0: They won the, the French League. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at, at Wolf, at Wolfsburg
1: he was, at Wolfsburg, he was barely given an opportunity. Whoa. barely given an opportunity. Should've. He was sent out on loan. He had no goals. He barely even had double-digit appearances for that team. You want to you wanna look at it, Wolfsburg? Look in your face and say, how did we let somebody like Victor Oseman go?
0: <laughs> that is fucked. That is fucked, man. And Kvaretskilia, Crazy. whoever gets him, no, they get a creative midfielder, can score goals at any time. And that's why yeah. it's going to be more than 100 million. But just the Champions <laughs> League roundup fast. Liverpool, yes. Real Madrid... We think Real Madrid is gonna go through. Frankfurt Napoli. We think Napoli is gonna go through. Leipzig Man City. We think Man City is gonna go through. Right with Holland <laughs> and Guardiola. Yes. Yes. And yeah, Inter I, Porto. I'm... I'll go Porto. I'll go Porto. <laughs> I'll go Porto to get this win, man. Against Lukaku, Lautaro, I'm gonna believe in Porto. <laughs> I
1: I I like I like it. I like it. I can't do it just yet, but I like it. I have a feeling. Um, I don't think, I don't think Porto is going to have an answer for Lautaro.
0: And and, and for Portugal, like we might see Sergio Conceição de Porto, Roger Schmidt at Benfica in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. It could happen. Benfica's one 2-0. Big shout out to Antonio Silva, Gonçalves, Ramos e João Mário. Instrumental. And now Porto, bora lá, com Diogo Costa, Taremi, Otavio I hope he comes back. So it's, let's see. Let's see. I'm I'm excited, but, man. <laughs> but listen,
1: if Manchester City can draw with Nottingham Forest, um, who hmm. are we to say that Christo Nkunku, who's now back from injury, Guardiola. and Josko Gvardiol, who's coming back into form, mm-hmm. because he hasn't been fully in form since that World Cup, um, he is coming back into form right now. And Dominic Soboslai has looked very good uh, for Leipzig as well. who is to say that they they can't they can't shock city uh but we have seen this we have seen this game before city Mm -hmm. even if they go down in that first leg um i don't know actually yeah it's leipzig i believe at home in the first Mm -hmm. leg right yeah yeah. uh i I think city city will get it done and and this yeah the story of manchester city does not does and, not end. And Bernard Silva's uh, looking better.
0: Gundogan looking better. So I think they're going yeah. to push another uh, the engine okay, in the last yeah. half of the season. And I want to yeah. say, too, like I saw a comment, and I want to be expressive about it. Uh, Graham okay. Saunas said, Harry Kane is the only, sh- only English player that is world-class right now. Are you watching Saka? Are you watching Rashford? And I might say even Jude Bellingham's going bold for the Bundesliga, being considered one yeah. of the best players in the league. Those are the world-class players right now uh, uh, of England, and Rashford, I could say, is the best right now. So, no, not Harry Kane is not only the uh, world-class English player right now. I just wanted to say that, man, because Graeme Saunders, a terribly wrong take. This is a terrible yeah. take from Graham Saunders, and I want to point I, it you out. Know,
1: former manager or not, you know, pundit or not, it, it it feels so bizarre that somebody like that would have such a hot take, you know, and, and be so against what it's clearly, ca- I mean, English ca- football is is alive and well. They're yeah. absolutely fine. They're having some of the best successes that they've ever had for as long consistently as they've ever had under Gareth Southgate. And for him to, to say that, I mean, frankly, it's stupid. It mm-hmm. really is. It's, it's just dumb. And I think he's just saying it because he knows... It, we're going to talk about it. And he won. He won in this scenario because we just talked about it. Well, um, true. it's
0: true. But, yeah. but my last shout in the yeah. pod, I've got to talk about PSG. Because, yes, Lionel Messi mm. went extremely bold with that match winner. That free kick golazo with that 4-3 win. Mbappe and Messi went clutch. Yep. Clutch time. We tend to see this at PSG. And we want to see that against Bayern Munich. That clutchness of Messi in that game, we all are expecting uh, it, so let's wait and see, dude.
1: <laughs> my, if you uh, first off, they lost what three games in all competitions in a row, and they were about to lose this game to Lille, exactly, uh, un, until until those guys actually showed up. And it's funny no, because ne- it. ne- Neymar set it up, right? Neymar set it up. He did some of the early work, and then they went down, what three to two, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And then it was who having to finish the job. It was Mbappe and Messi Messi having to finish the job uh, when all is said and done. But uh, they're not going anywhere if it's just the three of them. Okay? Sure. Uh, they could, but they're not going to win the Champions League if hey. it's just the three of them. And if you look at that, and it, it is kind of funny, and I get it, ratings don't always tell the whole story. But if you look at the ratings around that team during that win versus Lille, mm. you would think it literally was just Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe versus all of Lille. Because I, I don't know if anyone's actually said this this season, mm. but Marco Verratti has not been that good this
0: season. True. vitini will be better. It's true. Vit- yeah. Verratti hasn't been good. And now there's yeah. even extensions of the contract uh, with Verratti. A lot of doubts for yeah. him staying at the club. So yeah. I, I I believe Luis Campos will be looking at Verratti because it's a big contract, but I want to focus. Huge. Luis Campos mm-hmm. went from the stands to the sidelines, and when he went to the sidelines, shouting at the team of PSG, the director of sports, the results came through. Mbappe felt the pressure. Messi felt the pressure, yep. and that's the impact that is needed at PSG. The control of the locker room, Luis Kempch has it as director of sport. So I'm yep. gonna say if uh. PSG. Do not go through against Bayern Munich. Guaranteed Christoph Galtier is sacked. And a name like Jose Mourinho. Very good friends with Luis Kampsch. And Mourinho tried to bring Luis Kampsch when he was at Tottenham. To be the director of sport of Tottenham. I expect to see maybe Jose Mourinho going to PSG. It would be extremely bold and messy being coached by Mourinho. What if? I would love it. I would love it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Really wanted to put that out there.
1: (laughs) Well, I I think, I mean, if if Jose Mourinho comes in, uh, does Neymar actually 180 and stay at PSG? I don't uh, think he he, Or does he take Todd
0: Bowley's Bowley's blank check and move to the Premier League? I think from Messi, Uh. Mbappe, and Neymar, PSG will definitely Uh. not want to sell Mbappe. But they would yeah. be open to selling Neymar, in my opinion. 60, 70 million, because it's a huge contract. And if they do extend Messi, Messi I agree. They won't win the Champions League with the three players together. So, Messi and Mbappe but, would be the best choice, in my opinion. I,
1: yeah, I, I'm going <sighs> to... Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe have been close to a... You know, relatively close to a top rating, doing what they can this this season. I'm I'm more... Unhappy with what Christophe Gaultier has done with that supporting cast. Mm-hmm. They have not gotten, and injuries are some, is some of the problem. Eke-tique. I think, right? Um, yeah, E-Eke-tique, I mean, yeah, it's fine. They all have these high ceilings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, the Ekertik, the Zaire Emery, who I love, right? Oh, yeah. um, hell, I I still am even um, ben Ballet, high on Mitch right? Bit yeah, but, but but at the same time, the same time, um, you need the supporting cast to shine you need them to actually provide something beyond just kind of being a backstop for these three and letting them do it. Uh they're not going to win. They they will not win the Champions League this season. Um if it isn't a Vitinha stepping up, if it isn't a uh Marquinhos becoming, you know, his best of his best because he also hasn't been um his best this season. Even even Donnarumma hasn't even been that good this season. Fucked. Um I, I just it's it just doesn't feel right. At PSG, And if you can't win it, if you can't win it with Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, mm. then who the heck can you win it with? You well, need a full reset, a team.
0: if that's the case. With a United team. With a United team. And that's why I think they're, they're, they can't win with the, the three of them together. Because they just it's can't huge. focus the ball with them three. And I want to give a shout-out in Liga. Once again, Will Still, 30 years old, the youngest manager in the <laughs> top six. Costs Stadrems 25K per game that he coaches. He's on a 16-league unbeaten streak. So big yep. shout out to the football manager lover and keep on going bold. Wonder kid manager. Yep. I wanted to say that. <laughs>
1: that's, that's wonderful. I love it. I love that story. I also love, um, you know, Flair and Balagon doing what I think 60, 60% being involved in 65 or something percent of all of Stade Rem, oh. uh, all of their goal involvements this season in Ligon. Um, but listen, if, if that's your shout out, uh, that's a really good one, but I'm going to shout out. I grew up, uh, in Major League Soccer, when I first started covering some games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you've heard of Juan Pablo hell, right? Pablo Angel. Juan yes. Pablo yes. An- yes. Yep. Juan Pablo hell. He was an Aston Villa legend, also obviously a Colombian legend. Um, his son is now in the game, mm. and my goodness, I had been following him for a little while, but I I really hadn't seen where he wound up. Um, and he a he was able in the be the opener, um, I believe it's the Apertura, uh, for Millonarios, uh. In the Colombian Premier Division, uh, he was able to score a brace, okay? So he's he's 19 years old, um, and I'm sorry, uh, it was Atletico Nacional, not Mil- mm. Milenarios. I apologize. Oscar Cortez is who plays. That's the guy you got to watch. But no, it is Tomas Angel, and I want you to watch him because if he does well there, uh, he very clearly, born in England, uh, he is going to make his way uh, abroad at some point, whether it's La Liga or whatnot. And he's the spitting image. He's a spitting Im- image of his uh, of his pops, um, and hopefully he can score as many goals. But yeah, at 19, just had two goals, one assist, and I believe it's the first game of the season uh, for for Atletico Nacional. Um, and guess what? We are one week away from Major League Soccer. So yes, people, yes people, I will be talking about it here. So if you want to tune out, you can. But it- it's going to be another massive step forward for MLS. As they get closer to this 2026 World Cup and there are more players coming in that you need to know the name of Uh, Julian Araujo just made his move uh, to Barcelona. Barcelona, We'll see if he ever plays for Barcelona, but he just made a move and there will be more players like that uh, as the purse strings open and we uh, invest more money in the game here. But anyway, just had to say it. Paxton really Harrison, quick.
0: Frankfurt, Gaga Slonina, mm-hmm. Chelsea, a lot more to come. More moves, l- youngsters leaving MLS than Liga Mexicana. And it needs to Love be it. shouted more because the MLS yes. development are doing better results than the Mexican. Mm-hmm. And that, that in the past wasn't the case. So people, nope. do not forget to like this video, comment down below. Topics and videos you want to see and here at the FC Wonder Kid channel. And once again, thank you for listening to Episode 93. And thank you for going bold. Until now, people.